This is Miller's Edge on Tide Two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Edge here on a chilly, cold, and maybe some bad weather happening down in Tuscaloosa on today. I'm Corey Miller, the pastor of pain. Christian Miller, former two-time national champion, four-time SEC champion, captain, and defensive player of the year for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Noah Haynes behind the glass and there off Skyler Boulevard. I'm here in Columbia, South Carolina. Of course, the big news is still no news. No coach right now. As of right now, to replace the greatest coach of all time, Nick Saban. Uh, names have been surfacing. Then there's been a lot of tweets today from Steve Sarkeesian, from others, uh, that uh, they're not interested in this job, that they're going to stay planted. Dan Lanning said yesterday he's not going anywhere. Dabo Swinney telling folks up in Clemson he's not going nowhere. Uh, Lane Kiffin did tweet a picture of his stadium. I don't know what that means. Um, is that him saying, I'm not going anywhere? So who's left? Kaylin DeBoer is the hot name. I've been on the air listening out in Seattle, Washington, to their flagship station out there that covers them. And it looks like uh, that he's in a meeting right now with the AD at the University of Washington. And I'm thinking maybe they're trying to get a contract done for him. Or is he there saying, hey, I'm going to accept the job at Alabama. I have so much to talk about. I did a video on yesterday, who I think it should be, uh, that has really went viral on Twitter or X. Um, I got uh, some other stuff I want to say. Just listen to a lot of different people. Um, I think that this is a situation where Alabama and Greg Byrne, the AD, has to make the right decision. Uh, you know, but we got a lot to get into that on today. Uh, it's just a... Um, uh, a tough situation uh, for the Alabama fans. I noticed it and wait, Greg Burns saying that, hey, 72 hours to the players, don't jump into the portal. I know the portal has opened up that 30-day window. Uh, thank God for the players that have called the meetings, the leaders of the team, uh, to tell guys to stay put for right now. Nick Saban saying, I got an offer at BDS. That's Bryant Daly Stadium, for those of you that don't know. Uh, I'm going to be around. I'm going to help the program move forward. I'm not just going to, you know, Audi 5000, I'm leaving, I'm out, I'm going to be around. Now, that's good and bad, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Um, but uh, <laughs> we got some stuff to get into, man. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, I'm not a fan. 
not an impressive name, not a guy that I think moves the needle, not a guy that I think that's, uh, you know, here that you hand your cage to this Ferrari, Alabama, the best program the last two decades in college football, numerous national championships, numerous, you know, SEC titles, numerous being in a championship game. When they didn't win it, they were there. Um, the standard of all of college football. And I get it. I see the record. I'm arguing with people on Twitter uh, telling me, oh, he's 100 and something in his record. Well, six, seven of those wins are NAIA. NAIA, much respect, football is football. But still, let's be real. It's not SEC football. It's not Power 5 football. It's football that's just above high school, right? It's good football for those that that's the standard, that's the level of talent. Great. And that means a guy can coach. But does that mean that he deserves the opportunity to take the keys to Nick Saban's Ferrari and drive this program? I say absolutely, all caps, not. So that's why I'm getting ready to go. Those of you who listen to me on Twitter, I'm, I'm on the space right now. I'm on the air. You won't be able to hear Christian Miller who's on the other side, Noah Haynes, but you will be hearing me. Uh, so stay right there. At breaks, I'll come over to you and and maybe let you talk during the break. But we're on live. You want to get on the air and hear it all. It's Tide100.9.com. Download that app. It's free. Tide100. Uh, you can, your smartphone, very easy. Click that in your car, Bluetooth it, or just listen to it on your phone, your headsets. You're, you're good to go. You can listen to it live right there. So uh, we got a lot to get into. This is a power hour on a Friday. Who will be the next coach? at Alabama, uh, and uh, we'll go from there. First, let's hear from Christian Miller, who's in studio uh, down in Tuscaloosa. We'll take your phone calls, too, by the way, at some point, 205-342-9904. Don't forget, you can get us on the, the uh, 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 X machine. Uh, Pastor Payne 57 is mine. Christian is out there, too, at Christian Miller, M-I-L-L-R. You can put questions there. You can also... Send in questions on that app. Tide 100.9 is download. is absolutely free. Christian, good Friday to you and Noah, guys. I'm fired up. I've been up since 6 this morning, uh, uh, manning this web, looking to see what's happening. I'm not trying to be first. I'm just trying to offer an opinion, give people some insight, give people something to think about, who I believe, who I think, as one that's been around this game for a long time. Um, and I think I'm pretty right. And I'll just let you go talk a little bit before I get going because i got something to say. Go right ahead. I think I'm pretty right. This guy has been living for this, man. He, let me tell you, he has been thoroughly in, in the depths of it, looking for anything and everything. I mean, you, you're, I think you might be enjoying this the most. But, uh, no, man, this, this is an interesting time. You know, I, I think, you know, initially the, the shock of Coach Saban retiring was a lot. And then it, is, is, it was quickly preceded by, you know, the, the, the search and everybody's running around guessing and throwing rumors around. I mean, there's reports, you know, all the way from Oregon that Dan Lanning's in Tuscaloosa, you know, for that just to be completely false. And then, you know, now we're at the stage of coaches putting out videos of how great it is to be at their said school. I mean, this thing is, you know, people are using Alabama to get raises. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's so chaotic. So I, I think my thing is you just got to be patient. I mean, you said it right now, a hot name that a lot of people are talking about is uh, Kevin DeBoer. I know you're not, you know, a huge, uh, I wouldn't say you're not a huge fan of him. I think he obviously is a good football coach. I just don't know if he's the best fit here. But again, you know, I'm not Greg Byrne. I'm not uh, the athletic director. I don't get paid to make these decisions. So my opinion doesn't really matter. Um, I just, I, I think what they're running into is you've got several 
factors involved, right? Number one, you got to you got to act fast. You got to be, uh, you know, act accordingly in a timely manner because you want to, you know, uh, prohibit as much bleeding as possible, right, from that roster. For I mean, you want to, you know, keep as many players as possible without having them leave. They've got that extended window uh, since Coach Saban is leaving. You also want to do a good job of getting the right guy, the right fit for Tuscaloosa. Look, people don't realize, I mean, Tuscaloosa – and, and coaching here at Alabama, I mean, it's a different beast, right? I mean, I mean, it's, it's so much more than just coaching football. I mean, you're following the footsteps of arguably the greatest coach of all time. I mean, Coach Saban had, you know, his hand in so many things here in Tuscaloosa. So it, it, these are some big, big shoes to fill. Um, so it's no easy task. So I think that uh, is an issue in terms of this coaching search. It's, it's going to be hard to get somebody to want to, you know, take this job immediately. I think Kevin DeBoer... Uh, would be interested in in taking this job just because you, you talked about it at the NAIA level. Um, I mean, what better story for a guy to be able to say, hey, you know, I started there and now I'm the head coach at Alabama. I, I think the other thing that looms over uh, this vacancy is you mentioned Coach Saban still having uh, a hand in the, in the um, organization. Well, the thing with that is I, I think that does maybe turn off some coaches because they might feel like they might not necessarily be able to do things their way. Um, at least fully like they want to do just because there's probably going to be um, maybe not parameters, but there might be some, you know, some things with, you know, him still. Be, I, I think there's so many factors that that go into this. But with that being said, I mean, it seems like we're, we're and again, th- there could be a, a, some, somebody out of left field that ends up being hired. But right now it seems like Kevin, Kalen DeBoer is the guy to watch. Um, he canceled the the radio interview that he had scheduled in, in Washington this morning. Um, you know, that that to me could be a sign. But then you also think the fact that he could be using that as an opportunity to meet with the AD there at Washington and discuss, you know, a potential extension, you know, letting him get paid. If, if you guys don't remember, the offensive coordinator, Grubb, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was being, um, you know, basically <clears throat> sought out. Alabama was trying to hire him and he used that opportunity to, to stay and get a, get a raise. So very well could be that type of situation. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. We're going to. You know, obviously stay tuned. I would not be shocked if we have an announcement at some point today. You know, Greg Byrne gave uh, the team in that meeting 70, 72 hours uh, for them to find the next head coach. Well, it's been, uh, we're going 48 hours will be in about uh, four hours and 39 minutes or so. So I guess we're about 28 hours and 39 minutes um, from that 72 hour mark. If I'm getting the math right, I'm just kind of doing that off the top of my head. So We'll have to see, folks. Right now, I mean, it's it's tough to say. You know, Greg Byrne definitely keeps things tight to the vest. Um, but, you know, I trust him. I trust his process. I, I believe Coach Saban is definitely going to have some influence in this situation as well. Um, so with that being said, we'll have to see how this thing goes. But it's it's definitely but probably going to pick up soon, I believe. The big question. Will he get it done? You know, I mean, that, that he gave his word. And I'll be honest, man, I know uh, Greg Byrne very well. You know him. I, extremely well. And you know, I'm, I'm very close with Greg Byrne. And, and knowing him, I mean, he's a man of his word, right? Now, if there hap- now look, if there happened to be, for whatever reason, stuff came up and it didn't go, out, go, go as planned and it had to be postponed, he definitely would communicate that. He would do it accordingly, right? right. But, but he's going to do everything he can to get it done in that time okay. frame because that's the man he is. He's okay. a man of his word. Let me let me go. I'm, I got. I, I know you just can't wait. You okay. got all your little Twitter and I got fans listening here on Twitter Live. Just tell them to tune into the show. And I told <laughs> like, them not to, but there's some that can't. But some gonna listen this way. But look, hear what I gotta say. Especially you, go Latia, out in California. Just listen. Here's why it doesn't work for me. Right? 
You're talking about the board. You give me his record. I, I, I got all of that. I'm with that. I understand that. That's good. But you got to understand what Coach Saban has done for the last two decades at Alabama. Right? Nobody that's respectable as a, I mean, I'm talking about top tier. Hear me out. Top tier coaches don't want to go behind somebody that has laid a foundation like they have laid, or in this case, Nick Saban has laid at Alabama. You're almost at a lose-lose, right? You're almost. Not saying that it can't be done, but who wants to have that burden of winning and fans that's used to being, we already talked about Alabama fans spoiled and, and championship or bust, okay? That's one thing. That's tough to do. Number two is tough. You alluded to this. It's tough because he's going to be there. He's retired, but by him being around the program, by him still coming to work, what coach wants Nick Saban around looking over his shoulder? Even though, you know, listen, and he reached David, said this on ESPN, no, he ain't going to be. But if you're there, you're there. I know this for a fact because, because Steve Spurrier, who quit, he wouldn't Nick Saban, he quit on South Carolina. They gave him the ambassador job, which I call that, that that was going to happen. They did. But nobody wants the coach with that type of acumen over their shoulders. Right? That's, that's a fail. Now, there may be a particular coach that can handle that. I don't know if Caden DeBoer, I don't know him. Maybe he's that guy. But here's why I don't like him. I don't care about NAIA. That means zero to me. I don't care how successful he was on that level. Slow clap. Right? I know he's lost three games the last two years at Washington. I know he beat Steve Sarkeesian at Texas in the bowl game last year. Beat him again this year. I get all of that. I don't have a lot of respect for the Pac-12. That's why it's dissolved for one of the reasons, and that's why they're going to the Big Ten. Okay? Number two, they don't have any defense. Right? That cost him the national championship game. We talk about saying want wanted to hire the offensive coordinator, but they couldn't play defense. Michigan rushed for a record 300-plus yards on Caleb DeBoer's defense. Embarrassing. Okay? You can't recruit the same on the West Coast as you have to recruit on the East Coast. Because people, they're different. People on this side of the earth, on this side of the sun, this side of the globe, whatever you want to say, they are different. It's different when coaches go into the house of recruits in Mississippi, in Podunk, Mississippi, or in Alabama, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, into the hoods where floors might be cracked open and falling in, and, and a one-parent home with kids, and when that, that, that football player is basically playing father, and all these, it's a different type of recruiting. That's, we're going to be real today. Okay? Is he got that moxie, that makeup to be that guy? That he can come and tell them dudes, hey, come to play with me. Oh, by the way, when you got Kirby's right there, when you got Steve Sarkeesian's right there, you got Lane Kiffin right there, you got all of these things. You got, got Shane Beamer, who's a recruiting nemesis in South Carolina coming up right there. You got all of these people called the SEC that you're competing with. And you have no ties at all. Okay? 
It don't make sense, guys. I don't care what Greg Byrne and, and, and what y'all are saying about, you know, uh, he's hired, you know, Nate Olson. That might be working now, but this is a different animal. Basketball's been good, but it's not Alabama football. Okay. So who do you go after at this point? Because I don't know. I, I don't. I don't you know. Go I, after Lane Kiffin. But but it, I don't care what people say about. Oh, he's got more. You know, bones in the cemetery in Tuscaloosa and blah blah. They've, I've heard it all. Lane Kiffin was a project. Off, he, he made a lot of mistakes when he was young. He was going through a divorce. He had issues like everybody else. That all these folks now seem to try to throw rocks through a glass house. All these judgmental folks about. Listen, he went through that. But you can't deny what Lane Kiffin is doing in the conference in which you play. 11 wins for the first time in the history of the program. Right? It's this offseason who understands the portal, which new age college football. Hey, newsflash for you people. Life has changed in college football. It's one of the reasons Nick Saban is not there anymore. One is not young enough to keep up with it. He, he said it's a grind. It's a lot of stuff. You better understand it. Lane Kiffin makes the most sense, Christian, because he's been in Alabama. He's not far away. He recruits in the same areas. Listen, he is one of the most popular coaches beside Nick Saban in the SEC. Say what you want. Why? Because he understands the, 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 the social media factor, the portal, all of that <coughs> stuff. You can say what you want. But he gets it, and people love him. He got the police brigade. He's got he got dudes following him around. He's got people. Right. Why? Because he's popular, and he's a good heck of maybe the best play call offensively in all of college football. Right. And he will make sure that defense is right. Well, let me let me let me throw this in there for what it's worth. Uh, Mike Norvell and Florida State have just agreed on a new eight-year contract that will pay him more than ten million dollars. A year. That's from Ross Dellinger, and that was just yeah, that was just a few minutes How ago. Much? More than ten million dollars a year for Mike Norvell. Him Mike and- Norvell. For those on my Twitter live, just signed a new deal, eight years for more than ten million dollars a year. There you go, raise. Okay, and let's, fo- let's focus. Let's focus on the radio change. show. So yeah, Mike Norvell is is out of there. He so is- he's out. He just got new money, and I promise you, I'm believing Caleb DeBoer is gonna get new money. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they offer him the bank. I'm hoping that they say, hey, stay here in the Northwest. I love Seattle. I love the market. My college football teammate, roommate, Keith, the dentist out there, several practices. He's on Lake Washington as well. Listen, beautiful place to live. Rains and cloudy, but people love it. You got the market. You get all that good fish out there. Let him stay out there. Let him eat his trout. Let him eat his, his white flaky fish, salmon, and everything else. And, and keep winning out there. Go to the Big Ten. He is not Alabama worthy. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be, if he gets the job today, we hear it on this show of or, or, or Big News Sports or the game with Ryan Fowler before this day's over, I will be, man, you're going to be live. My live didn't work today, but I'll go buy a new computer if I have to <coughs> be on live. Because this, to me, will be an epic fail if you hire the boy. Say what you want to about Lane Kiffin. The Duke can coach. If Alabama want to keep this, here's my other point. You want to keep this locker room in place, intact. You want to keep these guys here? They're familiar with Lane Kiffin. He's cool, and he's going to hire the right people around him 
that can go into these houses, folks. Let me just say one thing, and I try to keep it real with you. I'm always going to be 100, whether you like me or not. The Southeast, you got to go get some dudes. You got you got to go get Jimmy and Joe's. You're going to have to go into some places that not you as a coach. Let's be honest with you. As a white man, going into homes and certain, it's just what it is. I've been around this. I've been in coaching. I've played this game. you got to be able to talk to talk, walk to walk, talk to mom and them and Ray Ray and cousin June and everybody else. And you better be able to do this to get dudes to your spot. Right? Because these are where the players are at. 70% of these folks that play is a black men, young men that are most of that 70% might have come through bad situations. You better have some dudes that can go down there and get those types of dudes and be able to mentor and lead them and build around them so that they can go on the field and now do what Nick Saban has started at Alabama, what's known as the process of making them great athletes, great finish school, and, and, and be great fathers and husbands when they're elite. That's the whole process. But if you don't have that, Nick Saban put people around him, I get what you're going to say. But if you want to win now, if you don't want to, for the Bama standard to drop, bring in Caleb DeBoer. Get used to eight wins. Get, get used to, to the old coaches in that process that y'all have and not winning. Get used to that again. Because every coach in America is going to take advantage of it if it's Caleb DeBoer. And you're going to lose players that you got now. You're going to lose recruits. you basically saying, we, we, we trust this guy to start over. But if it's Lane Kiffin, I think you keep winning. I think you just pick right up. And I'm my last point, I've got a break, Christian, and I, I really I promise you I shouldn't pick up. Listen, Nick Saban is the GOAT. Nick Saban established something beautiful. But Alabama fans, it's time for change. It's time for Alabama to uh, uh, adapt and change from, from the infrastructure that what it was. Because new age college football, dudes want to have fun. They want the bag. They want their Gucci. They want their lure. They want, they, it's, it's about money. I've been telling you this. And if you bring a guy that don't know this part of the world and don't understand, you're not, you're not recruiting dudes from Hawaii and, and California and Fresno and Sacramento. This is a different, different animal. Say what you want. I know. I've been there. I understand it. I'm in room. I'm partnered with some of the best coaches that ever done it. I understand it. I'm telling you real talk. I'm not somebody, a talking head. We're somebody that's lived this life. And you better get somebody that can get it done. And the final point, Nick Saban's not going to stay in that office forever. Eventually, he might be there for a year. But then he's going to start doing what Nick Saban wants to do as far as retirement. I've seen it firsthand with Steve Spurrier. It's going to happen. We got to get to a break. Chris is going to take the rest of the show. I'll shut up. But I need to get that out there because... Listen, to me, coaching suicide if Kevin DeBoer says I'm going to Alabama. That's where I'm going to, I'll stand on it. And if I had to eat crow, I'll eat crow. But that's what I believe wholeheartedly in my heart. 205-342-9904 will take your calls, hear from you, what you think, who will it be? Maybe we're here before the show is done, maybe not, but I believe sometime today there's going to be some type of announcement. Christian Miller, Noah Haynes, this is the Miller's Edge Woman Time. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
we'll be right back after a quick timeout. It sounds like my dad just got tackled in his uh, his studio, so we'll uh, we'll let him get we'll let him recover. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. <clears throat> Excuse me, 1230 AM WTBC. We are presented by the Goodfeet Store, America's art sport experts. We'll be right back in a moment. Road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's Move Over Law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa. Lusa weather. Clearing and windy this afternoon. The high today 64. Tonight much colder, mostly fair with a low at 28. Tomorrow and Sunday partly sunny both days. Highs between 44 and 47. Monday mostly cloudy and colder. Temperatures falling into the 30s. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 59 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. back right here on the Miller's Edge on this Friday edition where there's a lot of chaos going on right now as we just mentioned uh, in the last segment that Mike Norvell uh, has just agreed to a uh, yeah, contract extension that's going to pay him north of $10 million a year uh, so look man Coach Saban is delivering some folks some some uh, I guess some late Christmas some late Christmas gifts right I mean a lot of people uh, are really benefiting from Coach Saban's retirement. Unfortunately, you know, people around here, this staff, these players, I mean, we, we, you know, these fans, this community, we're still <laughs> trying to, you know, reel everything in and come together. But these other schools, their head coaches, man, I mean, they're cashing in uh, on Coach Saban's retirement. But, you know, what's crazy is all these coaches have the same agent as Coach Saban. That's Jimmy Sexton. So I guess he's the guy that's really cashing in on all these deals because he's <laughs> the one coordinating everything. So, um, yeah, there's there's definitely a, a lot uh, of people benefit from this. What's the total amount of his contract? Uh, whose contract? Uh, Florida State. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they they gave all those details just yet. But uh, again, it's just he's going to be paid in excess of ten million. Now Chris Lowe is even reporting that. But yes, Mike Norvell uh, has a new deal that will pay him in excess of ten million dollars per year, making him one of the highest paid coaches in the country. Uh, again, Ross Dellinger was the first to report that. So he's out of the race. And again. Um, if you're if you're you're new to the the whole coaching search or what's been going on, there there really have been three primary candidates as of late. Uh, that was Washington's Kalen DeBoer, who we've been speaking about, who seems like he very well could be uh, a possibility. Uh, Mike Norvell was uh, definitely um, very much mentioned, but he is now out of the race. He has joined along with other coaches uh, in their social media parades and talking about how great it is to be at said school because everybody. Just loves Twitter attention right now, including our co-host who's doing his own <laughs> spaces thing on Twitter during our show. So everybody loves Twitter right now, which is great. But thank you to everybody that's hanging out with us here on Tide 100.9 because uh, we do have some exciting news uh, for our show that I'll get into maybe later. Uh, but stay tuned because we've got some very exciting news coming up 
very, very soon uh, that I think a lot of people will be happy to hear. Um, so we hopefully we'll talk about that. I'll have to make sure I get cleared on that. But um, with that being Wait said, what, what did you just say? I said we got some exciting news coming up. You talk so much, I, we hadn't even really been able to discuss it yet. But I, I had to make sure I get clear before I talk about it. And we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We got plenty of time, but we also do have a lot of callers on the line. Again, if you want to join in on the conversation, two zero five. You can hold on. Two zero five three four two ninety nine zero four is the number. Thank you, Noah. And uh, if you want to join in the conversation, call in. Talk about this. Who do you think the next head coach is going to be? We'll get to that. Uh, you know, we'll keep talking about that. But again, right now, it, it seems like it's it's been narrowed down even more. Now it seems like Kalen DeBoer, right? Mike Norvell's out of it. We just said that. Dabo Sweeney hasn't joined X yet and, and posted how great it is to be at Clemson or, or announced that he's no, got a raise. Supposedly he told his team that he's not coming. Correct. But I'm just saying he hasn't hopped on that bandwagon yet. So, I mean, more than likely from what, you know, we've heard, just, he's not really in it. But... I wouldn't completely just rule them out just yet because, again, this this the, Alabama's starting to, I wouldn't say run out of options, but this is getting more and more narrow by the day. And I do believe that they will interview Tommy Reese. I don't know. I, I still feel like that's a long shot. But at this point, would it be the worst situation? Maybe not um, because you'd probably keep it. Uh, as stable as you could. I mean, he'd probably retain, if I had to guess, pretty much every coach. I think, here's one thing I will say. There are a couple coaches that I I don't care, and this is where I I, I kind of differ from my dad. Do I feel like Kalen DeBoer uh, would be the, the, the perfect fit? Honestly, no, I don't think he's the perfect fit, in my opinion, but Oh, is oh, is oh, he? Oh. Can I finish, please? I mean, damn, I gave you a whole, a whole okay, segment. Um, do I think he's a perfect fit? No, I don't think he's a perfect fit. However, when you're talking about the options that are available and then the, you know, the, the situation is you have to move fast, I don't think he's a terrible hire at all. I, I think people are overreacting when they're talking about how bad it's going to be. I mean, you're mentioning he has to go into homes of the man. hoods in the South. Yes, you saying, look, man, Coach Saban's not from the hood. This is how what you do. If you hire him, you retain guys like T-Rob. You retain guys like Freddie Roach. You try to keep as much of this staff as possible and that way they can assist they can help kind of and you kind of marry the two that's what i think would be the best option if you are going to go with the guy like kaylin DeBoer. i don't I now if, if if you do hire him and you allow him to make a clean sweep and bring all those west coast people in and they don't understand the cult, that's when i think things could get a little funky but if you hire him and say, look, we're going to hire you, but you've got Coach Saban here. He's got an office. He's going to help kind of mentor. He's going to help with this transition. You need to retain guys. like Definitely T-Rob and Freddie Roach, those kind of guys, look, they relate to the kids. They're the best recruiters on the team. Maybe uh, Gillespie on offense. I mean, maybe retain Tommy Reese, but I don't think that would be the case because Grubb is a guy that he's, he's been with. We even liked him in the past. So, But I think if you retain some of those guys, keep some of that culture, you marry the two parties. I think it could work. Now, he's still going to have big shoes to fill. Again, I don't think he's necessarily the perfect fit. He, he's, he's from, I think, South Dakota, North Dakota, one of the two. He doesn't really. He's from North yeah, North one of the Dakotas. He's not necessarily a, a, an SEC guy by any means, but he is a proven I winner. I for Auburn and Brian Morrison. We got from Boise, Idaho. Yeah, that didn't didn't work out great there. But at the same time, again, I think it's a little bit of a different situation. However, like I said, I think if you keep some of those guys, that helps. But look, man, I mean, at the the end of the day, they've got to act fast. And they're kind of running out of options. I agree. I I do think Lane, 
would be phenomenal in, <clears throat> in this situation. He's a disciple of Coach Saban. I, I think if I had a choice, I would definitely go with somebody who's from Saban's coaching tree. I think that'd be best. You know, I, think, I think Tommy Reese is looking good. It, I mean, he's starting to kind of look like he could be an option. I, I agree because, again, Mike Norvell's out of it. I mean, people mentioned Mike Loxley. I, I just don't know. I mean, we had not really seen much. Look, I think right now it's like go with DeBoer, but keep as much of this staff as possible, or maybe promote a guy like Tommy Reese. And I hate to say it, but I don't, I don't mean this in you know any disrespect, but keep him as like a bridge guy, you know. And and look, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least you retain most of the roster. Right. You know, you 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 have the guidance and assistance of, assistance of Coach Saban. Maybe it works. If it doesn't, maybe next year in two years you got another coach that's available. But right now, man, I, I don't think a lot of people are interested in immediately following up Coach Saban. I would, I, I get it's a hard task. I think that's kind of a, a, a beta way of thinking. You know, if you're saying, oh, I don't want to follow him up, you just because it's hard. I mean, I, I, to me, if a guy thinks like that, I don't want him as my coach. I want a guy that's going to take that challenge head on and understand, yeah, I mean, it could be a difficult situation. I'm probably going to get criticized a lot. But, you know, this is a tremendous opportunity, and they're handing me the keys to the best college football program ever. Uh, I'm going to take it head on, and I'm going to you know do the best that I can. But with that being yeah. said, those, those are my thoughts. I do want to get to the phone lines in this segment because I know a lot of people are lined up. They want to you know, join in on the I, conversation. Look, I, I would take Tommy Reese over Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just it's which route you want to go. Do you want to go with a guy that just proved that he could go to a program and 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 coach really well? He might not be an ace recruiter. He he's definitely not the best fit culturally, but. You know, he's got a little more experience. Or do you go guy with a guy like Tommy Reese just to remain as much st- stability as you can? Um, if you want to keep winning at a high level now, you, go, you take that route. You take Tommy Reese if you want to keep winning at a high level right now. Agreed. I mean, if that, but if it's going, if you're going to go with Tommy Reese, you might as well just convince Saban to stay as like a, a, a head advisor role. Like, well, that's instead of not, what he's doing. Listen, that's, that's, that's what, listen. They say that, yes, he has a spot. I'm saying a guy that's there every day, but not necessarily the same amount of hours. That's different than having a, an office at the stadium coming once or twice a week, if that. Hell, we don't – he didn't release a schedule. He might have just said that to kind of keep the, the players on the team comfortable and trying to say, hey, you know, I'll be around. He might only be around once a month. There's, I mean, you, there's no game plan from, from our side, at least from what we know. Maybe right. he's discussed that, but, again, it just depends – if you're talking about, hey, Tommy Reese, you're the head coach, and Coach Saban be here once a month, I don't know about that. Now, if he's around actively, you know, throughout the week, I mean, that's a little bit different. So we'll see. But let, let's well, let's. If he's gonna, he gonna do that, he might well stay coaching because that's what I was saying, and that's yeah. why he doesn't want to do that because he knows he's too hands on. He said that that's not his style. He he would be worse in that role because he would just he would get in his own way. He'd be. They'd say, okay, hey, I just want to be an advisor, but then he's going to be trying to do what he always did and be so hands-on. It would just, it would be a mess. So then, and That's he knows why that. So you need to get let him move on and start a new era of Alabama football. You appreciate, you love what he's accomplished and done. Now's the time to do. You got to have somebody that understands this portal, that understands collectors and NIL. These are, I'm telling you, and you got to be willing to embrace that. If you don't, you're not going to win at a high clip. So that's what I'm saying. Find somebody. I love the process. I love all they want to keep, all of that. But you got to get some dudes that can go recruit, that can recruit their own roster, that can get guys off other rosters, and they can X and O's on the field too as well. 
it's just a new ammo in college football. But go ahead, you for go sure. Ahead. Yeah, no, and and then that's why I think Lane Kiffin is the perfect combination right. of all that because he comes from Coach Saban. Yes, he has his past, but we've seen him mature. If you listen to him in the press conference, I mean, don't forget, right. folks, we just were talking about how much he sounds like Coach Saban now. But then right. you, he has that. Yeah. yeah, then you then you combine that with his ability to adapt and what he's been doing in the portal and recruiting. I mean, I, I think that would be best, but at the same time, I mean, we haven't heard much from that. It doesn't really seem like, unless unless they are behind the scenes, um, you know, investigating or, or, or you know, uh, trying that route or seeing seeing where that goes. I don't know, but we'll have to see. I, I agree with you, though. I think that would be a, a good option, but I just I just don't know if I feel like that will happen. But just real quick on Kalen DeBoer, I mean, talk about uh, being successful when he was a head coach. Yes, it was, uh, you know, at So Falls, NAIA, but he had a total record of like 67 and three. I think he won three national championships, played in four. Um, and then he goes to Fresno State. He was 12 and six uh, overall. And then he goes to Washington his first season. I believe that, you know, before he got there, they only won probably less than five games, if I'm not mistaken. His first year there, uh, they were 11 and two. And they won in the Alamo Bowl, I believe it was, or whatever bowl game they played in. And then the following year was this past year where he went 14-1, and undefeated in the conference, and uh, was, uh, you know, the runner-up in the national championship. But he also, for what it's worth, was undefeated against Dan Lanning. And I think, I'm pretty sure he also beat Texas. Uh, yeah, twice. Yeah, twice. So, so with that being said, I mean, the, the guy is a good football coach. But like I said, I think if you go that route, you have to retain as much uh, from the pro- like the previous staff and as, as many guys as possible to help blend the two together. And I think that's that's the only way it would work without it being way too much of a turnover. That's just my opinion. Real quick, let's go to the phone lines because I know um, we got a lot of people lined up. Let's go to Tommy from Romulus, our good friend Tommy, who's been waiting patiently since the start of the show. Tommy, what do you think of all this madness right now? Uh I think y'all two ought to form up a tag team and get a wrestling. I mean, y'all will whoop anybody anyway because y'all got the fire. Uh, <laughs> I am getting more and more confused. I I hear the, what's the name from Washington. He's never been in the SEC. He's never been in the South. Right. I, okay, how am I going to say this about being mean? But there are a bunch of little cutthroats in this conference. And you can't be buddy buddy with them. You can say nice things and smile at them and take pictures, but you can't turn your back on. And one is on the other side of the state, and probably another one above us in the great land of Tennessee. But I'm gonna go no farther. But you know, mm. because you're hated here, Alabama football is hated. He, Lane Kiffin understands that. And I'm probably sure Tommy Reese have learned a lot in the last year. Like, my God, what have I got myself in the office corner? If they can't get who he wants, go with Tommy Reese. I'm sorry. I mean. So you, you think if they can't get the guy that they truly want, just stick with Tommy Reese. Is that what you're saying, Tommy? Yeah. One sense, yeah. But you remember 17 years ago, we keep on forgetting this little part of Nick Saban's legacy. I remember he came on Miami TV and they played it twice at the practice. I am not going to Alabama. Let me refine it. I am not going to Alabama. A day later, they kept on arguing. He said, let me restate my thing. I have no interest in the Alabama job. 48 hours, he was in Tuscaloosa. You know. That's absolutely true. Yeah, so you don't know. 
Somebody might have said no at the beginning. Just to blow the dog, I mean, smoke out. I don't know. It just, and to, the problem is, nobody want to follow, follow a legend. Like Ryan Fowler asked me yesterday, what should we do for Coach Saban? I said, well, y'all need to remodel the Bryant Conference Center. So y'all need yeah. to put another building up there for Nick Saban. Yeah, true. Museum. Do you think they'll end up renaming the field at some point? Well, this one, him, I'm playing. I got, I'm going to get your daddy involved, and he ain't going to like me too much anymore. Get ready. I mean, he's a human being. I already worked out a thing. All right. They need to name the field, save a field. Mm. They need to name one of the streets out here, save a Boulevard, you know, whatever. 10th Avenue and 12th, I don't, you know, one of the streets. I think they should have named the town Tuscaloosa Saban. Well, maybe so. Savingville, I like that. Savingville, Savingville, but no. I mean, but, yeah, but, but Tom, if you go, if you name the stadium, I mean, do you go Bryant Saban? Do you go Saban Bryant? How do you how do you go about no, that? Name the field, the field. Oh, just Saban, just the field. field. So Saban Field at Bryant Saban Denny field Stadium. At Bryant Stadium at Bryant Denny Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Saban Field at Bryant Denny Stadium. Yeah, that's quite the name, but. So what? That's, that's that's quite the name. That's a long Saban Field at Bryant Denny Stadium. I mean, that, yeah. Well, they have Thomas something at Tennessee at Nayland Stadium. I mean, other places have named their fields other names. No, for well, sure. Well, I mean, well, you well, would well. know more than me. I'll be honest. I don't know crap about any of that stuff. I could probably well, name two stadiums. Oh my, see, dude, man, like we gotta well, we gotta do better about jumping the gun and saying, oh, this is terrible. I mean, look, we look, it's all subject. I mean, we don't know. I mean, that guy could get here and end up being. Yeah, but we are analysts. Analysts talk about things before. They I know, but I, I just I don't like us becoming the knee jerk. Like, I mean, because you look. I mean, no look I'm just saying. I'm just uh, look, a... I think I think if you do it right, the guy could be decent. Now, again, he's not my first. It's not. I would not say, hey, this is the guy. This is our home run hire, in my opinion. He could end up being that. I again, I think you have to do it a very specific way if you want it to work out the best, the best that it could. That's my. That's opinion. why I don't want to happen. I I go down history line. I don't want to hire Bill Curry. You understand? Bill Curry had a losing record, and he did not keep none of the coaches from Ray Parker's staff. He brought his. I'm like, this don't make sense. Guy goes. Two and nine, bringing his staff. They haven't won five games in two years, and you got rid of the staff that won nineteen games over two years. Right? Yeah. Don't make sense. I mean, no. I, I mean, I yeah. Mean, I'm I want that's, Tiffin because Tiffin he got the guts. I want to say can't say the other word, but you know, he got the golden eyes, whatever you say, whatever. I mean, he got it, and he'll get in the middle. And he understands. The new football, that the, the NIL and all this, and he'll tell them play like, "Well, you've been here two years. We pay you this. We cut and loose. This is becoming like the NFL. You hate that, but not what college football again. You're not delivering. You're not going to get any more. Or you, there's a portal. I wish you the best. That way, yeah. it's going to take. You're going to yeah. take the guy. Lane Kiffin is the guy. I'm just trying to tell he you. Yeah, I agree. Lane Kiffin's my man. He, he would be my choice. I just don't know if he is a choice. That's just uh, well. I know uh, a lot of people told me stuff. I'm like, hey, yeah. don't give them more majority clause because the people who usually scream about being righteous is worse than the one they 
They complain. I'm going to call the airport. I'm going to call the airport true. and get a, a flyover. <laughs> All right, Tom, we got to go. Bacon, we got to get the break. Appreciate the phone call. Have a great weekend. And y'all take care. All right, Tom from Ron. There you go. Quick break. More your phone calls. Rest of the way. Stay tuned right there. We'll get right back to you. Tony, got some app messages. Stuart and KJ, all you guys on the phone. Stay right there. You're next. Regular right Mills back in a moment. As a mom. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Good Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the Miller's Edge on the Tide 100.9, AM WTBC. Right back to the phone lines. We go. We want to get everybody in here because I know you got thoughts on the pain. KJ, you up next. Go right ahead. Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, what's up? Like, you all right, man? Like, you, you all right? You over there on... You sounded like the demo version of Danny Cannell, man. Like, it's okay. <laughs> what you talking about, bro? Man, you was on Twitter, on Spaces. Like, are you all right, man? <laughs> right. Bro, we, listen, we trying to get, I'm trying to get you the best coach. This Saban got that. Saban got that, man. Saban but see, that's the problem, KJ. Y'all are still stuck with Saban. Saban is retired. It's a new era. Saban not retired. He's got to man. Look, we can say that he's retired. He has the keys to his Ferrari. He's the person okay. that has to turn over those keys, not us. I he don't own the Ferrari. He I get all that. But you're going to have to get past Coach Saban and move on to the new era. That's all I'm saying. And and Lane Kiffin, is, if you want to keep winning at a high clip right now, you got a great roster, you got a great recruiting you know, class. You know Saban not signing off on Lane Kiffin. You know that. Yeah, but wait and see. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that, Cage. I, I, I just, I just don't know. If, no, it, it not, is, not even just that though, too. Though I just knowing Greg Byrne, I, I, I think it'd be very difficult for him to, to bring in Lane Kiffin, just knowing how he is with his integrity and the way he goes about things. Right. Not even with the other stuff, like because I, I've been around the program. Like I have a friend that's a trainer, right? That trained the kid, like the guys of the kids, the players during COVID season, right? You know, Lane Kiffin reported us to the SEC for that. <laughs> like, Lane does a lot of, like, man, nah, Saban's not signing off on that. So I know, like, fans, and I think he would be probably the perfect fit, but I think he did his stuff a disservice on how he's how he moves, man. No, that's what people but, are saying, but sometimes you got to, listen, I get it. Bite the bullet and say, even though you reported sometimes my school, Sometimes you got to bite the stop. bullet and say, okay, do you want to go back to to uh, those three coaches that you had? What was his name? Mike Shula and all that. Is that what Alabama's going back to? I'm gonna say but, this. I'm gonna say but this. we got a I good, nice that, um, guy as a coach. I think that um, Kristen had the best, the best suggestion um, in terms of if it's, it is Kalen DeBoer. Um, like you have to put, because like you were saying, man, no, like none of these head coaches, like come on, none of these head coaches are going in the hood recruiting these. Like it's it's the assistant. Exactly. It's the, these are the assistant coaches that make up the school. They know the SEC. T-Rob yeah, but a lot of these coaches get it, though. They get it and understand it. I think you still got to have a I think you, I think you, you, know you, you, you have to learn it in time. Remember, they said Brian Kelly wouldn't do well in that. It, it comes with time. It comes with time. That's so true. That, that's my that's my opinion on that. I mean, the guy's a winner. Like like you said, look, he just beat everybody wanted Dan Lennon. He beat Dan Lennon two times with less talent. And I'll give this guy keys with talent, and let's see what happens. With Nick Saban, 
helping you out, clothes you, if, if, You're drinking that Kool-Aid, bro. It's not cool, dude. It's, the only, it's, only, lo- it's only logical. It's logical. It's, it's being logical. Four, four wins. Y'all talking about four No, we're not wins. talking about four wins. The guys, like, the guys. the guys. to the national championship. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to give him credit for something. Oh, you want, uh, no, now we're talking to everybody to get some trophies? No, it's 25 wins. He's 25 and three, and it's two years at Washington. Yeah, but the ones that everybody's going to talk about. And then check his record. Check his record against the top 25. You check his record against ranked teams. The man is a winner. Like you gotta, you Pac-12 gotta respect. Pac-12 was ranked winners. this year. They had their best year in their last year. Let's be real. Okay. And he went undefeated in that year. So okay, come on, you gotta give him credit. But I give him credit. But you talking about Alabama? You're not I'm talking, talking about, about some other. Player. I'm talking this about Alabama. Already set up. Already a real machine. A real oil machine already with Nick Saban as over oversteering it. Yes, I can see if you give this guy T-Rob is DC and keep Freddie Roach, you know what I mean? But yeah, I can see this working out. Okay, I can really okay. see this working if out. If it happens, listen, here, I'm going to give you my strong opinion. If it happens, I'm a, I roll with whatever happens. I want you to understand that now. I, mean, now, I, wanna say, I, want, I want to say this, though, as well. Like, when it comes to... Well, you're not, because you said like if it does happen, you're gonna storm on and go like, come on, like you're not. <laughs> well, let, let me let me let me throw this out there too, though. I mean, yeah. if you're comfortable, and I'm saying this more towards my dad. If you're if you're more comfortable with Tommy Reese being head coach and he's going to retain the thank assistant you, thank coaches, you, thank you, thank you, thank why you. would you not be comfortable with this guy if you still do the same? Christian, you know, can I add something on there too? Yes, with sir. that? Go ahead. If I'm T. Rob, and if you and if you appoint Tommy Reese as head coach. I mean, as head coach, I'm leaving because, what, like, I've done so much for this organization, recruiting wise, and everything Ooh. since I've been there. Why am I not getting a head coaching position? That's a fair point. Well, I mean, and I'm he, saying that when they call up the guy that nobody's talking about, let's just be real about it. Say what you want to. Uh, he's been in the, the rehab factory of Nick Saban. That's Mike Lopsley at Maryland, who's won three straight bowl games. I wouldn't be mad at that. And I really think it's a name that we're not even talking about. So why about. not Mike Lopsley get any love right here at Alabama? Why? It could be. It could be. It could be. Some, it could be Marcus Freeman. It could be somebody that we have no idea. None of these names well, are on. Well, that's the case, and I'll be I'll be preaching another sermon in a different way. But, but I, I I'm okay DeBoer. with. I want to go and vouch and say I'm okay with Kelly DeBoer if you do it the right way, like Christian said. That's that's my vibe. Nah, I, that. I mean, listen, man. That's why we do talk radio. But the opinion is strong. I always believe what I believe. We man, know. It proved me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> proved me wrong. We, we know. KJ, we appreciate it. We're going to try to squeeze right, it a couple more, man. Appreciate right, you, brother. KJ, have, have a good weekend. weekend. Go Lane Kiffin. Oh, my. Like I said, we'll have to see. We'll wait and see. All right, let's try to squeeze in a couple more. We've got uh, Tony from Oklahoma who's been patiently waiting. Tony, welcome into the Miller's Edge. Hey, guys. What's First up, Tom? The show is great because it's got two different opinions, and it's really <laughs> good. You guys are good. Maybe Thanks, Greg Byrne ought to at least listen to the show. All right? <laughs> he might tune in every you know? now and then to support me. Well, well I, think he, I, I think he probably needs to listen a lot right true, now true. because <laughs> you guys have got good points, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'll go with Corey as far as I'm concerned. I think Lane Kiffin's the only guy that's got a big enough set of stones to come in there after Saban and be the way that he needs to be to win in, in winning this program. The other situation that Christian said, yeah, I mean, that could work, okay? But are these other guys going to stay, and is this guy going to let them stay? He might say one thing, but then do another, okay? Right. And with Kiffin... You know what you got. I mean, you don't have to worry about it. that's what that's what people and I I think a lot of the fans there in Tuscaloosa 
And I because they get really upset because Kevin he does a lot of trolling. He's I mean, he's a jerk. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say he's not, but there's there's time that Nick Saban's been a damn jerk too, all right? All right. I mean, mm. but you you've gotta be a jerk sometimes to be a winner. All right? Yeah. Uh so I mean I don't know who it's going to be, but I will say this much. It's interesting. You guys bring a lot of interesting stuff to the table, more than anybody else, because I like your, the way your viewpoints vary. And that's what these shows are about, is having yeah. some entertainment and enjoying what you're saying. Okay? Well, we appreciate yeah. that. We just, you know, we just try to be real about it and, and being in those spaces. And, and, you know, like I said, man, I have great relationships with a lot of these head coaches. And when I say stuff, too, don't think I haven't spoken to some of them. You know what I mean? It's like I don't come out and say it, but it's like we, we, we've been around these things. That's why I have strong opinions, too. Um, so, um, again, Greg Burns done it before, but this is this is his legacy right here because this hire is going to decide what his future is going to look like, you know, because if it's not the right one, it could be an ugly situation, but it could be a, it could be a grand slam. I sure hope like so. Like I say again, it, it, well, we have a lot of do. But to me, like I said, Kiffin, he's jerk enough to make this work. All right? Yeah. Uh, everything else will be finesse. All right? That's what uh, I said. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm standing Great. on it. Uh, appreciate you, brother, you out there in me. Oklahoma. I appreciate Thanks you so guys. much. Yes, yes sir. sir. Thank, Thank you, Tony. Let's, let's try get to, on yeah, let's squeeze Stewart in real quick. And uh, before we do that, we'll just we'll just say this, uh, Tony, just, just heads up. Yeah, I know you like the show. You might like it even more come Monday. I don't know. I don't know if I can say too much. All right. All right. Stuart, let's, let's, let's welcome in Stuart to the Miller's Edge. Stuart, how are you this morning? Good. Enjoyed y'all's program all year. Listen, oh, I agree you. with your father 100%. We don't need another Bill Curry. But, and I agree with, with Lane. But let's move past Lane a second. Why don't you like Dabo and why don't you like Prime? If we're going to play the NIL game and we're going to raise revenue and change college football and move forward, you hire Prime. Or you hire Dabo Sweeney, who is trained for this job, won championships, Coach Brown Award winner, has done stuff in the community, can continue what we've done now with the assistance of Coach Saban being around. Or you just go raise money and leave college football in the NIL with Prime. Break it down, sir. Okay, here yeah. we, I'll, I'll just offer mine real quick. Uh, Stuart, uh, with, with yes, Dabo sir. Sweeney, the only thing I'll say about him is he has not done a good job uh, adapting and adjusting to the new age of college football with the transfer portal, NIL, and we've seen We that, know all that, yeah, but, but has he reached his peak at Clemson? He only can go so far at Clemson. With Alabama's brand, his love of the university, his mm. coaching staff that's recruited in the Southeast, been to the homes, Develop people through football and life. Dabo has done that. Hundred percent. Develop men through football. Yeah, no, I and I agree with all that. He checks every box except the new age of college football and him adapting. That's the, but and that's a big box, Stuart. That's that's all I'm saying. But I agree right. with you. Now, Prime and can do it too. He if can. You want to raise money? Yeah. He, if you want to raise money and and be the voice of college football, taking college football like Nick Saban would, you hire Prime because he's got street cred. I'm talking straight. That's true. Yeah. That's you, real bro. Still, listen. Dabo checks every box. He would have to change with the NIL and transfer portal space. But I got a call. I've been having calls from people from Clemson with, with their kids committed to Clemson, all right? Wondering if they need to make a change to Alabama. I've had those calls, I promise you. 
already. So he would be a great fit, better than Kalen DeBoer. Prime would be better than Kalen DeBoer. You got to get ready for change. And Alabama has already set up, Nick has set it up for this thing to explode even the more. But if you're not comfortable with change and what college football is today, you're not going to be able to handle it. Period. That's true. So, so you think so Dabo can get. change with it? Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, I'll become a Dabo fan. I hate Clemson, but I will become Dabo fans at Alabama. That's for sure. If he could change his ways on NIL and transfer portal, I think he'd be a, a hell of a fit. Perfect. I agree with you, Stuart. Well, Stuart, we appreciate you. We got to get out of here running low on time, but thank you so much for calling, man. So what you got going on Monday, Christian? You said Monday's uh, well, again, I don't know if I don't want to jump the jump the gun, but just just know uh, that that folks that enjoy listening to the show, which I think there are a good bit of folks that enjoy listening to the show, uh, just know you, you you might you might get a little bit more than uh, than you're used to. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave that there. But real quick, I got to say thank you to our good friends over at the Good Feet Store, our title sponsor of this show. If you're in any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, or back pain, you're walking around stiff, you just don't feel too great, head on over to the Good Feet Store. They'll take care of you. You've got nothing to lose, folks. Just try before you buy. They help me out. I wear them all the time. Whether I'm walking my dogs, I'm at the gym. They've changed my life, so let them change, George. Again, that's the Good Feet Store of Midtown Village. You can always go to goodfeet.com to schedule appointments. Again, that's Good Feet, improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. This has been fun, but we do have to get out of here. We want to stay uh, locked in on this coaching search. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at the Miller's Edge. Make sure you follow and check out Tide 100.9 on social media and the website, Tuscaloosa Thread. They're going to be on it as well. Tune into all the shows today. They're going to be uh, uh, staying locked in on this coaching search as well. But again, check us out on YouTube. We will be going live at the Miller's Edge. Again, you've been listening to us right here on Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC. Y'all have a great weekend, and hopefully we'll have some more answers to this coaching search real soon. We'll see you guys Monday. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily.